0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of Multiple Voices. My Multiple Voices podcast, true to its name, includes different series. For example, we have the Voices of Love, where we discuss relationships, the voice of empowerment, the voice of laughter and play, the voice of pleasure, and the magical voice of archetypes and how they change the way we live. But we also have the voice of memory that includes everything from history to discussions of past life regression. There's also writing voices where we interview both seasoned writers and authors who have just started getting their feet wet with writing and we learn what can work for you as potential writers. Our series called Voice of the Spirit discusses different forms of spirituality and religion. And then, Channeling Voices is a series that covers what happens when you channel, but is also extended to mediumship. Take a moment to review this podcast, if you've enjoyed listening, and leave a hearty five stars. I'd appreciate it. Enjoy your listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of my podcast, Multiple Voices. And today I have the wonderful Sandy Byrne, as a guest coming to us from Ireland, from Tipperary. Please say hello to our audience. Hello, everybody, and thank you for having me. <laughs> See that accent? It's, it's I wasn't joking. I'm, I'm hoping I can <laughs> understand. I usually joke with everyone. I had trouble with the Scottish people um, and a, a really? couple of the English as well. Yeah. But, you know,
1: well, I've. Lived, I've lived abroad. I actually lived in Germany and I lived ah. in London for a while. So I've learned to slow yes. down. Yes. You know, because yeah, they do yeah. call us, us Irish. We're like cackling hens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, who is she? Who is she? She's um, a psych, an Irish psychic medium descended from generations of readers and intuitives. Um, and I will re- include her website, uh, sandyburn.com in the description, and that's where you can find her and all of her social media. Where to start? Where to start? Now, um, typically, we uh, discuss what could be on the table for this interview, and I'd like to start with um, anything psychic. How can we start by talking about anything psychic? Um, Let me give you a i'll throw a stone your way okay so um i like you we do similar things now when Mm -hmm. you say let's say what is a psychic what does a psychic do let's start like that
1: okay so i always say to people in very simple terms a psychic is someone who reads the energy of the living and a medium is someone who reads the energy of the dead Okay? okay so a psychic will read you what's going on in life what's coming up in the future and the medium just, I say just in inverted commas, yeah. just talks to people that have died. So uh, being a so psychic medium, being a psychic medium
0: is you do both straddling, straddling these both worlds. Right. OK, so when did you start? Yeah. When did you start? When was, um, when, let's well, say, I, when was the first time you realized that there was something going on?
1: about your so i've always been able to see spirit okay always i don't remember a time where i couldn't see Uh and communicate with spirit the first time i suppose i realized that it was different that not everybody could see or hear what i was seeing and hearing was when i was seven years old Ah. you know Mm -hmm. and my grandmother who was also a medium she passed away she was only 56 and she passed Uh away very suddenly And um, it was at her funeral when everybody was, you know, like I had five big strapping uncles, you know, who were like brothers to me. And I couldn't understand why they were crying and upset and whatever. And somebody said, you know, this story about Nanny going to live with Holy God. And I just said. But she's not. She's over there sitting beside granddad, you know, (laughs) and the whole room kind of went, oh, you know. And then I realized, oh, okay, Okay. these people can't see her. What's going on? What's going on? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So. It was from that age. And, you know, you know yourself that everybody that comes to Earth, in my opinion, anyway, in my experience, Mm -hmm. we we retain that spiritual connection. We retain that spiritual connection and we keep it until our logic starts to kick in. So about seven or eight is generally the time frame, you know, that you have before you start realizing it's different.
0: Yeah, actually, it's the Mm -hmm. exact same uh, beginning for me. At that time frame, during that time frame, it's a yes. moment when, yes, you started reading, you know, you could read and you can write, but you're not yeah. that, uh, let's say, um, influenced enough by elders <laughs> that, that think you're crazy. Yeah.
1: So, So this is very common. This is interesting. And- I was probably very lucky and, you know, I, I understand that because my grandmother, my great grandmother, my great great grandmother, they were all readers. Yeah. So when I used to talk about seeing something or hearing yes. something or knowing something or whatever. Yes. It was just accepted, you yeah. know, whereas nobody used to question me. So I never felt self-conscious about it. Right. Now, I'm not saying that other parents, you know, I'm not this to other parents, but maybe some parents yes. wouldn't have an understanding of what their child is talking of course. about, uh-huh. you know. So I get that I was really, really lucky in that regard. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, then mm. uh, then you started growing. I mean, you went through schooling and sure. things like that. Um, can I ask you, if you don't mind sharing this, when did you start working as a psychic, um, psychic medium as well, uh, professionally?
1: When did you work with others? So full time. Yeah, full time. It's only maybe um, like I always did friends and friends of friends, mm-hmm. you know, yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but full time is it completely happened by accident. I never had an intention of doing this, mm-hmm. but um, it found me, I suppose. Yeah, I guess it's about maybe eight or nine ten years uh-huh. you know that kind of time frame yeah. because like everybody else I, I I wasn't confident enough to quit my full-time job ah. so I went four days a week and then I went three days a week and you know um I cut down <laughs> so I phased it in over a two-year period uh I still had bills to pay so that needed to happen yeah. but um I was at a show one night and yeah. Uh, It was a medium. I always had an interest in seeing mediums. Yeah. And I was watching the lady on stage and I was totally mesmerized. But my energy was pulled to a lady that was sitting just in front of me. And my energy kept getting pulled to her and pulled to her. And I just I wanted to burst out into tears. So in the interval. Um, I, I saw this lady and I knew yeah. she was getting ready to leave. So I tapped her on the shoulder and <laughs> you'll understand this. You know, when you're doing something and your mind is telling you, what are you doing? Stop. But <laughs> well, You're doing it anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was tapping her on the shoulder and I said, excuse me. I said, but please don't leave. I said, because your son is here, but because you're so upset, he won't leave your side to go and speak to the lady on the stage. So I started telling her about her son and t- giving her all this information. Right. And she just cried and cried and cried. And, and her son was in
0: spirit form.
1: Spirit. Uh huh. I beg your pardon. Yes, he was. Yeah. He, he had passed. And um, so at the end of the show, when the lady had finished her show on stage after the second half, um, you know, when the audience claps. Yes. And then they stop and there's like yes. a second of silence. Yes. This lady stood up during that second of silence and she shouted out to the whole auditorium and she said, guys, never mind that woman on stage. If you want a reading, you need to see this girl <laughs> <laughs> sitting behind me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and hey, oh I'm, God. <laughs> I'm Irish and I'm ginger, so I go red immediately. Of course. <laughs> so anyway, people started to queue up to take my number. So like within... <laughs> Half an hour, I had I had three months' worth of readings. Oh, how so, fun. That's so much uh, fun. That's how it happened. That's <laughs> and great. here I am all these years later. Good,
0: good, good. That's exciting. It's very exciting. So now we have the idea yeah. of psychic, what a psychic does, what a medium does, and, and they sure. can be inhabited by the same person. Um, there are a few 100%. other things that are um, important to talk about. Well, two right away um one is well the afterlife spirit and mediumship this is sort of flowing from what we just talked about
1: sure so um we say afterlife we say spirit world some people call it the rainbow bridge you know Mm -hmm. Um, it's whatever you perceive life after death to be uh-huh. okay wherever you perceive that your well, soul goes well wait now we sandy, sandy uh
0: when you say yeah. whatever you perceive it's interesting now let me just insert one mm-hmm. thing because a lot of people a lot of my subscribers ask me um is there heaven after is there the concept of heaven and hell mm-hmm. and you, you saying whatever you perceive whatever you well we could mm-hmm. add the word believe um can you yes. uh, sort of talk about that since there are so many cultures listening from all different parts of the
1: world? Oh, listen, I, absolutely. And, you know, um, a lot of maybe your listeners will will relate to the fact that I had a very religious upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Tipperary and the town where I grew up, it's called Thurles, And this is where all the Roman Catholic priests were trained for many, many years. Yeah. So I went to a convent school for 13 years And, you know, as I went, walked to school in the morning, you could see 800 to 1000 priests processing across the street from the college to the cathedral. You know, Uh it was you didn't tell people that you saw dead people. okay? so what I mean by what you perceive is that, you know, what you see in the world is what you'll see when you arrive into the spirit world. okay? because. Um, you're not going to go into shock. If you were to just land somewhere that was totally alien to you, yeah. you would go into shock. And can that's you avoided me, at all I, costs. Can you give me an example of this concept? Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. So um, if, God forbid, and I'm touching wood while I say that because I am a bit superstitious, <laughs> but if, God forbid, I was involved in a serious car crash, right. okay? And I, I lost my life and I, I went to spirit. Well, I'm not going to wake up in, you know, a place sitting on a cloud with wings and a harp or something. OK, ah, okay. I wouldn't expect that. OK, OK. If I were to have a car crash, I would expect to wake up in the hospital. Ah. So when I arrive in the spirit world, <laughs> it's very possible that I would actually wake up in a hospital environment. OK, because okay. that's what I would expect.
0: OK, OK.
1: Does that make sense?
0: No, no, that's perfectly clear. That's perfectly clear now sure. um i, I interrupted also
1: wanted you to address something you asked no no i'm your parents i wanted to address something that you you asked as well about heaven and hell yeah because obviously with the religious background it was something that i was taught very much yes. um growing up so but from my spiritual experience um you know heaven and hell is the extremes if you like the way of keeping us in line okay right. but yes there is higher energy and lower energy we know that if if we if we're really good people you know we don't rob and we don't murder you know and we live a good life we'll progress um energy wise yeah Yeah. if we're not if I I do bad things in life if I'm Hitler or Ted Bundy or something then I'll regress and I'll go to a lower energy okay and that's the way if you imagine a building with seven floors Mm -hmm. on it OK, and we where we are, are on the third floor. Right. OK, so there's two floors below us, which contains people that have regressed and gone to a lower mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. OK, there's also four floors above us, mm-hmm. which is where people who have developed their energy mm-hmm. go. OK, Um. so this is what we have been taught in a religious environment right? to call heaven and hell. It's the mm-hmm. what's above us and what's below us. And I do want to say, and I I hate to overcomplicate it, but we always, and I say we as anybody that's trying to explain the spiritual world or whatever, we always use the above and below metaphors. Right, of course. Because it's easier to understand. But these energies live in parallel. Yes. It's just a rate of vibration, you know, but it's just easier. Right. to get the idea across if we talk about It's, above and below. Um,
0: it's the same but, concept of time going from left to yes. right. And for some reason, yes. up is connotated positively in our language and below yes. is connotated yes. negatively in our language. And it is culture-bound, obviously, and religiously tainted. Yes. Um, so let's say that um you talk about a vibrational rate okay i use the terms light lightness and dark all different shades okay which is also energy actually Mm -hmm. so let's say um there is the afterlife so moving along with your story you would imagine to be in a hospital so you would wake up or you would become let's say inverted commas conscious again in a, what mm-hmm. you perceive to be a hospital environment. Now, another yes. question that arrives is, what happens immediately? Is it the powers that be that come and decide whether you reincarnate or whether you go to some higher council or some kind of uh, group that has the power mm-hmm. to... A heal, I could say, or guide, or do other kind of work that is expected. How does that decision come about? Is it your soul or is it a combination of things?
1: So it's your personal decision mostly. Yeah. But it would always be made in conjunction with your soul group, your spirit guides, mm-hmm. okay? So when somebody um, crosses to the spirit world, You know, after you have the reunion with your loved ones, you will have to have what we call a life review Mm -hmm. and you will go through all of those things that you did in life, the things that you did that were great, the things Mm -hmm. that you did that weren't so great, the opportunities you took, you missed, you know, whatever. So you'll go through all of that. Yeah. And then, it, you know, you will decide with your, your group, your soul group, your spirit guides. If there's something that you need to atone for, uh-huh. you know, do you need to yeah. to build up more energy before you progress? Right. And once you've decided that, then you just you decide with them. Well, will I go back and have another lifetime, or will I stay here in the spirit world and work in the spirit world mm-hmm. and do it? So the majority of us, because none of us are perfect, the majority of us will have something that we need to make up for or atone for, um, and it would be our decision whether we do it in the spirit world so for example mm-hmm. if I were somebody that passed through suicide okay right. so if I needed to to learn that lesson okay as to why life was important and you know that maybe I should have stayed well I could choose to come back to an, for right. another lifetime mm-hmm. okay or I could stay in the spirit world and help other people right. that have died by suicide right. to come to terms with what happened to them. Mm-hmm. So it's a choice. And it's always done with your soul group. Okay, right. mm-hmm. Are you familiar with your listeners? Be yes, familiar the soul with the group of origin. So
0: uh, all of us have yes. a soul group of origin and they're quite yes. different they are as different even more than astrological signs, but they have certain sure. qualities and they have certain light and darknesses as well um mm-hmm. there are uh, the way I um have worked and work there are specializations as well their soul group of origin but also the specialization for each uh soul um there was something else I wanted to mention here before we you know dabble on. Mm-hmm. Um, there the idea of lesson, okay, were well, you talking about if you took your life yes. and you committed suicide? This notion of lesson, it's not that we're going back to school all the time, and I'd like to highlight this for people listening. It's that it, it's an experience that the soul d- decides to have again. So they can Mm -hmm. learn from or not. It is uh, because the soul is embodied to have an emotional life. That is the difference between a spirit and and an embodied spirit, let's say. So they are not, you know why I'm saying this? Is because Mm -hmm. I would say 95% of all the people I interact with believe that the higher power has so much power over us and they don't have in their minds that the notion that we are responsible for our fates and what we do and what happens to us, right? Um, Let's go just back a second. You mentioned um, the afterlife. We have, I think that's enough about the afterlife And, and
1: it is, we're talking in the abstract as well. Um, the... Of course. Can I just go back on, sure. the, on the whole lesson thing? And sure. I agree with everything yeah. that you said, but just in simple terms, so mm-hmm. you know, to make it understandable, um, you know, we call it a lesson because in order to be meaningful, right, and in order for us to experience everything, and you know the hope would be that we will progress yes. to a point where maybe someday I could be a spirit guide to right. somebody, you know? Right. So in order to do that and to advise people and help people, I need to experience both sides of every coin. Right. Okay. As a spiritual being. Mm-hmm. So if I was somebody and maybe I was in a past life, if I was somebody who died by suicide, um, then I will probably and most likely have another lifetime where I would be somebody that was bereaved by suicide, yeah. Because I need to know, as a spirit, I need to know what yes. it was like to die by yes. suicide. I need to know what it was like to lose somebody by suicide. Right. You know, so you need to experience the flip side of right. each coin. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you don't have a full and rounded. Yeah. Shall we use the word education, education okay, or experience? Right.
0: Spirit education. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And now.
0: The spirit.
1: You, know, um, we, you
0: can't help somebody otherwise. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. The spirit. Um, now, the spirit, for all intents and purposes, in my mind, is energy, mm-hmm. and we talk about a vibrational rate. It is a, a, a movement of energy. Is there something yes. more we could say about the ener- the spirit that will help people understand? What is you know we are spirits with a body around it that's that's who yes, we, are, or we else are without our spirit, we wouldn't be talking, right? Is there something more we 100%. could add to that to the notion of spirit?
1: Well, you know we always say, you know when say if we've been to the beach for the day, we'll come right. home and we'll say oh, I just have no energy left. Yeah. And we, we sit down or we fall into the bed because there's nothing left inside of us to run this body, mm-hmm. okay? So it's almost like we have batteries inside us and that's what is us. It's the energy. We're not the flesh, you mm-hmm. know, we're not the eyes, we're not the ears, we're not the hair. You know, we're the energy inside. This body is a costume. If you imagine life like a play. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody gets dressed up to play their role. At the end of the play, they'll take off that costume and they'll be themselves again. And that's exactly what the body is like. It's just the energy Mm -hmm. and it's the energy that's left. And this is the way I used to describe it to my kids when they were little. Okay, you know, when you see a bird flying in the sky, Mm -hmm. you only see the bird like a speck because you only see its body. Okay, because its wings are flapping, they're moving too quickly for the naked eye to see. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what spirit is. It's a vibration. It's an energy. They're there. Yeah. You just can't see them because they operate at a different rate to you. Oh, yes. And of course, they've already taken off their costume. Yeah. yeah, You know, so. You know, spirits are us. We're spirits. They're no different to yes. us. They've just taken off their costume. Yeah. They're there. They hear us. They see us, you know. Um, they're there. They're just yeah. people yeah. like you and I. There's
0: some, I. I can remember vividly, very vividly, the experience, the first experience I had with a poltergeist in my mist. I mean, I would see shooting, shooting energy flashes as if they were shooting stars left and right. And I, and then I knew that my bed was moving, you know, um, and that yes. is a a disturbing energy. That is a and um, I I guess we could call it a ghost or a spirit that is unsettling and is unsettled. Um, so not all spirits are like uh, they they aren't as as different as we are. They are different. Um, let me ask you, let's talk a little bit about mediumship. Um, can you sure. remember, apart from the woman, the, uh, the, the the story about the woman in front of you who you told mm-hmm. her son and all of that, can mm-hmm. you remember the first time you interacted with a spirit from the afterlife where you actually spoke and relayed their messages to someone their loved ones perhaps
1: okay um i would have been very young so i wouldn't remember all the details Mm -hmm. of it because i used to have a best friend what would what a lot of people would i suppose um call an imaginary friend it was a little boy but he was a spirit child Mm -hmm. and he was my friend but you know There was lots of lots of things that my mother would tell me about when I was telling people, you know, so and so said this and so and so said that. So in a not professional capacity. I was probably in my teenage years, you know, um, the ones that I can remember now, it wasn't a very pleasant experience, I Uh have to admit, because, um, you know, Ireland has only opened up really spiritually over the last maybe 10, 20 years, okay? And um, unfortunately, my teenage years were just a little bit beyond that. (laughs) So (laughs) I would be talking maybe back, (laughs) you know, the late 80s, the early 90s, um, I was in my teen years. And, you know, people weren't necessarily open to this, okay? Mm -hmm. So if you said something to somebody, they they would have something that's so nice to say to you, okay? And I've had drinks. Still today? I've had drinks thrown at me and, and, oh, and whatnot, I know, you know. I know, it's terrible. So um, it wasn't a pleasant experience. And I've learned because of these experiences that I only speak when spoken to, if you like. Yes, so yes, So it's only course. when somebody literally Absolutely. lets me know they're open to it.
0: Yes, of course. Yeah. I've yeah. learned my lesson the hard way. Uh, I, I, too. Isn't it, you know. It's imp- terrible. Yeah. I mean, I, too, would say, yeah. you know, there is some... Uh, And they would become so angry with me. And I I thought, what am I? I just thought I'd give them some information, you know. Forget it. And so even being psychic and And not talking to spirits past, it's the same thing. People don't want to know unless they ask you um it's it it is difficult people
1: see it on television and they see mediums and they're going around you know and and it's for television that they're walking down the street and they're saying oh there's somebody with you or you know your your husband's with you or whatever people don't do that in real life because not everybody's open to it right sure you know and I, I wouldn't push anything in anybody's face but I do remember and you know when I as I say when I was a teenager and we didn't have the internet back in those days Mm -hmm. pre-internet days and um, I said something to a lady about her loved one in spirit Mm -hmm. and um, she shouted at me she accused me of having read about her in the newspaper I didn't know who she was (laughs) you know Um, I wasn't a teenager who sat at home reading the newspapers (laughs) let me tell you (laughs) you know (laughs) And stalking. So people. I suppose. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, no, I hadn't read about her in the newspaper, but there had been some situation about her loved ones passing, which apparently was reported in the newspapers. Um, whether or not her face was <laughs> was in the newspaper, I don't know to this day because I just walked away. But you get the idea. They weren't yeah, all. Um, they board. weren't all great experiences, unfortunately. No.
0: no. So let's say. Um, When, um, all right, let let me ask you, this is a personal question. You don't have to uh, tell me if you don't like to, because I have my limits when I do mediumship. And um, is there a time limit to the amount of time you can concentrate on relaying messages from a loved one who has passed to a a client, let's say? I have a 45 minute. Mm You know, it depends on how intense it is, but I can't go over. I mean, my brain starts to fry. What about you?
1: I would agree with you. You're talking 45 to 60 minutes and it's not people think, oh, well, you know, when she gets to 60 minutes, she's just going to stop the clock. And it's not necessarily that. But the longer you keep someone there, I say to people, imagine how much energy it takes for them to come through from the spirit world right you know you can keep them for a certain amount of time but it's like a battery their energy's dropping yes. all of the time yes. Yes. and your energy is dropping as well of, of course. course okay so Yeah, so you know there is a time limit on the the amount of time, and I will always know it's when you start getting things wrong. Yeah, (laughs) you know exactly, exactly. That's the sign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you start um, misinterpreting, you start getting it wrong. The visions aren't as clear. They're not as
0: clear, and you stop hearing things, Um, and you know people have a range of questions. I mean, questions that will go from, well, you know this, um, they ask for forgiveness or they'll ask for guidance or the what do you think, am I doing the right thing now, if it's a father figure or a mother figure. But there are other more specific questions like where did you put your will or where did you hide the money yes. or what, you know, is it true yes. that you gave, you know, and those are uh, harrowing, and not all spirits are willing to talk about that, you know. <laughs> and and as actually, okay, two, I, yeah. at one point, uh, the spirit came through and said, you know, we're in a place where we do not uh, concentrate on that anymore. We don't care about that anymore. It's not of any use for us anymore, and it should not be to you either, you know. And, and so that, be- becomes, that creates a little bit of friction, uh, people want to know who killed this person or who killed the other person. We want justice for that person. And that is the no-no yeah. answer usually. Their role is not to talk about Mr. X who came in with a knife at uh, 11 p.m. at night to mm-hmm. clip my throat, you know. Um, so so yeah. it could be harrowing, you know, the communication, the, the inter- being an
1: intermediary, it it becomes um difficult yeah I agree I agree and yes they do have a different perspective from the spirit world you know they don't necessarily have the ties to property and money and everything you know and and, and, and you know belongings that we have here you know when we're in the earthly world um it's not impossible so when yeah, someone has impossible. a specific question mm-hmm. yeah we put it to the spirit in the reading i'll ask them you know Mm -hmm. well we don't have to ask because once they say to us can you ask them this they hear that they hear it to read the question Mm -hmm. they can hear it Mm -hmm. so you might not get the answer immediately Mm -hmm. okay so i say ask the questions early put it to them they normally weave it into the conversation right 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 exactly you Mm -hmm. you know and and they'll give us some kind of sign or indication But it may come afterwards, okay? So, yes, I've had readings where someone has said, where did you leave the deed to Mm -hmm. whatever, okay? And they might say, okay, well you know um it was the, it actually happened one guy had it in his workshop yeah. you know in a box with like lots of nuts and bolts in it okay <laughs> and he he told me exactly you know go in the door turn to the left and it's on the wall there on the left okay <laughs> um so we found it but then there was um another person who asked um her husband had died uh, unfortunately by suicide there's a high rate of suicide in ireland so i would have had oh, a lot of readings over I've the years before and um yeah the um she didn't find a note from him from him and she was convinced that there should have been a note. So mm-hmm. we asked him and he talked about several different things, but he told her to f- that not about the note specifically, but he told her about something. Um I believe it was to do with his car, if I if I recall, because he had like a vintage car you know one mm-hmm. that people don't drive and it's in right. the garage and it's covered over and he talked about the car and the glove box of the car ah, okay. so she went home and she sat in the car and looked in the glove box and there it was there it was so they they can weave it into the conversation yeah. but yeah. yes there have been people that have you know i can't guarantee we can't mm-hmm. guarantee anything yeah. you yeah. know i tell people and i'm sure you'll you'll agree with this in in in, in you know from your own experience being a medium is just being a translator. Right. Okay. Course. Spirit are communicating. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be just like if somebody came into the room and was speaking Italian or German right. or mm-hmm. Greek or whatever. Right. And I was translating for right. you. Spirit are coming through. I can't make them say anything. Right. I can only give you what they give what to me. Telling. So we do yeah. our best. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other thing that people have to remember is that if their loved ones were stubborn in life, oh, they don't going change. To, <laughs> yes. Yes. You know? So if they kept secrets in life, they generally yeah, hold on to them yeah, in death. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I'm going to pick you up know? on what you mentioned just before you, when we were talking about sure. the questions. And you mentioned memory. Yes. Uh, spirits don't have a memory with practical things. The, the idea of a spirit's memory in life when they are alive and they're not aligned or they're misaligned to divinity, the spirit, the soul has a um, memory. It's sort of the real that they have of their own life, in inverted commas. And yeah. But after they pass, and they are in the spirit world, not bound by, uh, 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 not embodied, that notion of, of memory is just, you know, poof, it, it, it is quite different. And it's almost, I don't want to say non existent, but, and of course, you know, the jury's mm-hmm. still out. We'd have to have some you know, people coming back and telling us. But um, mm-hmm. the idea of having a memory with earthly things is very touchy, very difficult, and hard to explain to someone. Um, there are there are mm-hmm. intentions which they would never have intentions or desires you know and and their emotional ties mm-hmm. to a family you know um,
1: anyway I'd like to go um, a little yes can I just say with sure that? you don't have to wait until you're. You don't have to wait until until you die to experience that. I was having this conversation with a friend of mine <laughs> recently. I'm in my 40s now and yeah. I was feeling very old. And I said, when I think back to things that happened in my teenage years or my uh-huh. 20s, it's like I'm watching a movie. Right. I don't have any physical memory. Right, of it. sure. But sure. I, I flashbacks and I'm thinking, OK, so you don't have to be dead to have that experience yeah. happen. I think as we get older, it happens as well. <laughs>
0: there's uh, something you mentioned in um in a uh, um in your writing to me trans healing mm-hmm. now this i'm i don't think i know what you mean here
1: okay so some people call it spiritual healing mm-hmm. so i specifically call it trans to try and get across how i do it so uh-huh. i don't do healing okay in what sense so,
0: um, do you not do healing
1: um it's my body, <laughs> me. but it's the spirit energy. Have you ever seen the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Demi yes. Moore? It, yes, You know, it yes, the really famous movie from back. Right. I think it was 1990 or something. With um,
0: what's and her And there's name, a the, scene
1: the, in that movie.
0: She's what's her name? The P. wife, um, the the actress, Demi, Demi Moore.
1: Uh huh. Demi Moore. Yeah. Yes. And um. There's a scene in that movie where the spirit, who is Patrick Swayze, played the the character, and he goes into the body of Lucy Goldberg. Yes. And he Ah, uses her body to give her, to dance with her. Right. So that's what I do. So I literally, it's a deep meditation. So I would go into a deep meditation, almost into trance. And the spirit come into my body. So it's their energy, but my physical body. Yes. If that makes sense. And literally, all I do is put my hand either on someone's shoulder or on someone's head, nowhere else, because all you're trying to do is get the energy into the okay. body. Okay, now I understand. It will find it will find where it needs to be. Okay. So it's the spirit that does the healing. It's mm-hmm. just my hand is like a conduit I'm for them un- to them. i still not understanding your concept of
0: healing. Healing in okay in still- coming full circle or. Uh, not like reiki healing but no. what kind of healing
1: yeah so it's it's anything so we can do physical healing if someone has you know maybe an issue with i don't know um acid reflux or mm-hmm. you know maybe they've got had yes. appendicitis or something. Yes. i've never called myself a doctor because that's yeah. something completely different yeah but mostly emotional it's what yes. i would have okay with. okay now okay I get so yeah if you have anything going on that you you need help with like for example i suffer with ptsd Uh okay so that would be something that i would work with people with but Uh it's not counseling i don't talk to them about it it's literally i go into a trance right i well first of all i would talk the person into a meditation just get them to relax then i go into a trance and the spirit come and they do the healing okay okay so it is a healing Mm -hmm. it is a healing um but I I can't take credit for it I have a spirit guide and you will know this we work with several spirit guides mm -hmm. I have a spirit guide called Francois Mm -hmm. he was a a doctor back in 16th century France Mm -hmm. and uh, he was very into you know alternative medicine back in those days and he was actually um, crucified if you like for Mm. his beliefs Mm so um, so now he heals from the spirit world yeah. So and they're so funny the, the guides are just,
0: they're <laughs> so funny the first time i met my uh, yeah. main guide the one that i was born with right um and he wants me to yeah. call him peter peter and he was an a a preacher a tall thin black preacher and i always then saw him with this this uh, uh habit that he had on and uh, it, the initial conversations were so humorous. And I said, well, then you've never, why are you with me? Why aren't you with one of your loved ones? And he would tell me. And he says, well, you know, I never got married. I was a good boy. He <laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> it was so funny. And uh, so every that. spirit, uh, every guide uh, has their own the way they want to impulse you the way they want to you know show yeah. themselves to you it's interesting um, now what mm-hmm. I'd like to close with is particularly Irish this Irish methodology uh, banshees and yeah. fairy for um, forts what what can you talk about because that is particular
1: to Ireland. It is, yeah. So there are two different things. So the banshee is, um, it's a spirit, uh-huh. okay. And th- there's different versions of it, whether you're in Ireland, in Wales, in, um, in Scotland. So they're all, we're all Celts, Cults. and we have different versions of it. Celts, yeah. So basically, she is a spirit who announces death, okay. Uh-huh. So um, she would, f- she would follow certain families. So. They say people with the O in their name. Now, historically, every Irish person would have had an O in their name because O means son of. And that's yes, that's the way people were named back in the day. Mm -hmm. But um, because of our history, when we were colonized by British, we weren't allowed to use O in in the name. So not everybody uses O these days. But I my family are O'Brien. Uh um so we unfortunately are followed by the banshee and i've heard her a couple of times so if you hear her some people see her some people just hear her so she she will come um a day or two before someone passes and she will be seen either combing her hair or you will just hear her crying Mm -hmm. and this is a signal that someone is going to pass Mm -hmm. um within you know Mm -hmm. It could be minutes. It could be at twenty-four or right. forty-eight hours, mm-hmm. but she is a sign of death. Okay, so, and that's very Irish. Mm-hmm. Um, Irish thing. The fairy forts is another, um, and it's huge. I think there's something like forty thousand of them in Ireland, and it's it's real superstitious in that nobody like. Um, motorways have been rerouted so as not to disturb a fairy fort Yeah. so basically it's a patch of land generally overgrown with trees and shrubs and whatever and historically it's seen as the threshold between the fairy world yeah. and the real world if you like mm-hmm. and you know if you were to go in there or to disturb them in any way mm-hmm. bad luck is supposed to follow right you forever after that Mm -hmm. okay so like there is one in the field at the back of my house I live in the countryside okay Uh so it's just all all green fields and um just just behind my house there's ruins of an old castle so between my house and the castle there's a fairy fort Mm -hmm. okay and despite the fact that it's in the middle of a huge field which has crops you know harvested every single year nobody will touch this fairy fort Uh uh-huh Okay, people have, you know, they've lost fortunes after disrupting a fairy fort. They've had people die. They've had terrible illness. Yeah. Um, Do you remember the movie series Back to the Future? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you remember where they got into the car and went back, you know, to to his his father's youth? Well, there was a car in that movie. It was called the DeLorean. Uh Okay, that was the name of the car. That was those cars were made in Belfast in Ireland. Uh Okay, and they were really um you know really popular so the company decided they would build a whole new manufacturing facility mm-hmm. and mass produce the car in order to build the factory they demolished a ferry fort oh dear and the comp the company went bust after that and the oh, cars were, were never worth anything whoa You know, and because of the movie, they were selling by thousands and thousands. But because, you know, so the bad luck is said to follow you. Um, A funny, funny story. My great grandmother, my grandfather's mother married, obviously, my great grandfather. But she moved from the town to the countryside. Yeah. And his family were farmers. And so she was being the, the dutiful new wife, you know, where you're always trying to help out. So they were out um, collecting the hay. And she, what she would do then was she would take the, the ass and the cart um, and she'd go around the edge of the field collecting all the little bits that they missed. And she got caught, if you're in like a fairy fort, after dusk, you can't get out of it. Oh dear! Oh dear! And she was caught in there all night. Oh my god! <laughs> Every time she went to where she thought the gate was, the fairies would move the gate. Oh my god! And she couldn't get out of the field until the morning. Oh dear. So yeah, so the real like I don't know what you call them traditions, or yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that maybe traditions. won't buy into it or mm-hmm. whatever. But they are, um, you know, there's definitely so many examples of these things right. having a huge effect on people's At a local lives level. over mm-hmm. the years. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. dear. You know, as I say, they, there's been millions spent rerouting. You know, they, they'll plan a road and then they'll realize yeah. that there's a ferry fort and mm-hmm. they will actually reroute the roads. They won't build or knock them down. Oh, dear. Because of the bad luck. Yeah, I can see so. <laughs> I
0: can see that.
1: I, I would it's ha- love. It's, I mean, hard, to, it's go- hard to plan anything in our life. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we could go on and on and on. Um, but sure. uh, let me just stop by uh, repeating your website. It is s a n d i burn e, b-y-r-n-e dot com and there you'll find all of her Come. social media if you'd like to contact her thank you so much for taking the time and talking to us
1: it was an absolute pleasure thank you. you for having me bye
0: bye sandy